Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your depressed host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubitz. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubitz, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I thought I couldn't get any more mad when I watched the Nebraska game at Seth's house. I was able to get more mad. Mm. Yeah. Just wait till you watch the Rutgers game at my house on Saturday. <laughs> uh, speaking of Seth with us, it doesn't matter. Just block him. It doesn't do S-E-T-A-H-5 on Twitter. So what's up, Seth? Mazatov, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a personal thing. Um, cool. We're here to talk. Uh, final score: IU thirty-three, Maryland thirty-eight. IU has lost four consecutive games now. Fall to three and four after the promising three and zero start. Um, still games left. Plenty of time. Plenty of games. You know, five games left. You only got to win three of them. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Uh, typical format post game, what went right, what went wrong, stocks up, stocks down. We won't spend a ton of time on all that stuff. As I said, you know, thankfully yesterday went pretty well, uh, the Sunday after the Saturday game sport wise, at least for pretty much everybody here. I'm not sure what happened with the bears. Seth. That was Thursday, they played Thursday. I got to avoid it. It was great. So there you go. So everybody had a pretty good day yesterday. So we might as well go from that high and right back down into the low and we'll talk about it. And you guys can join us. It'll be some sort of psychotic therapy or something. I don't know. Um, all right. What went? We don't need to talk anymore about the score, any of that stuff. What went right, um, Brandon? I wanted explosion. What four or five plays over twenty yards? Mm-hmm. A big kick return, trickery. Yeah. Like I wanted all of that. That stuff that I said I wanted to see out of Walt Bell. Um, I said I wanted to see better third down conversions. We were what six of 17, pretty awful, but better than what we were doing. <laughs> um, and I wanted to see less penalties, I wanted to see better execution. Only three penalties for 14 yards. So, I mean, massive all, all three things I literally touched on last week. Um, all of those seemed to go right, but boy, were they overshadowed. The three for night, the three for 14 can't be right. I don't think because of the, I'm the one I was referring to was the uh, monster Matthews. And can you guys explain this to me? Was it an unsportsmanlike? Taunting yeah. Cause he, st- Cause he stood over him. Like it taunting is dumb. He didn't do it in the face of him. I don't know if he did it to like his own sideline or the student section. It, if it was at the Maryland bench, I think it would have been different. But like it was in the made, middle of the field. Yeah. And he just made a big third down stop and crossed his arms. And nobody and nobody in the stadium had any idea what had happened. Nobody. So 
Yep. Just got the refs making them part of the game, but the refs didn't lose the game no, for no, IU. No, 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 no. We'll talk about how who lost the game, how we lost the game, all that stuff here shortly. Um, as far what as one what, right for you. Um, do am I doing both of these right now? I guess I don't know. I thought the offensive line looked a little bit better. Um, was it great? No. Did they create big holes against a bad rushing defense? No. Um, but I thought Baz looked a little comfortable, you know, outside of um, you know, a couple times, but I thought he looked a little bit better. As I'm saying, I'm just trying to see what went a little bit better than last time. And uh, I, I, this was obvious. Uh, they were getting a ton of pressure um, defensively just from four or five. I didn't see a ton of blitzing. Um, I think Noah Pierre is no longer any sort of a defensive back. He's just a glorified little tiny um, linebacker. defensive end. Yeah, because he is every time he's out there, he's blitzing off the end. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it because they were putting um, Talia under a ton of pressure. Um, speaking of Talia, has, has that come out, Brandon, injury-wise? Or I, I can Google it real quick. I, I, I don't know. Seth, any ideas on that? I haven't seen anything posted yet. Was, My assumptions uh, are probably the same as yours, though. In the case Everything from two one days ago, one day the ago. There's, there's, there's nothing. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming it's a it's a not good one. So, um, and again, it didn't didn't fix what I thought it was going to fix, but it's it's fine. Again, we'll talk about it. What went? Uh, anything else went right for you, Brandon? Those are my three. I mean, those are three things I pointed out last week, and you did. They all got corrected. All right. Well, uh, hmm. let's let's not make this huge. What went wrong, Brandon? Uh, I don't know which one of these is more important. Heavy lies the crown, so I'm just going to say Baz. I mean, yeah, I don't – again, like you said, this doesn't mean I don't like the guy, um, but he's cost us two games, Nebraska and Maryland. He, he won us Illinois. He absolutely won us the Illinois game. Without Baz, I don't think we win that game. But he's now cost us two big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, just – turnovers missed throws um not reading the right situation um send me some content for a little bit later <laughs> all can, right well, but, but another him, thing another, later on. another another thing that went wrong and this has been a theme all year is the run game i mean we're getting mm-hmm. out possessed by 10 12 13 minutes i'm about to rip on the defense but when when you're IU and you're building depth, but you depth, but you still don't have the the ideal depth you want, you can't be getting out possessed by 10, 12, 13 minutes week after week after week. Right. And that all comes down to the run game. Um, the, the run game again, uh, I didn't expect Rod Carey to fix it, but you know, so I'm gonna put this a little bit on Walt Bell and just you gotta be more creative and you gotta get the right guys. Um the ball and then lastly uh i'm gonna call this team defense um but mostly i just don't know what chad wilt's building here like i don't know what his identity is um it, it doesn't it, it, it sometimes he's putting men on islands sometimes it's zone sometimes it's blitz sometimes it's no blitz like there's just it goes from possession to possession quarter to quarter game to game and it is just wildly frustrating um, so Baz, the run game and, and team defense slash identity, um, yeah. because there, there's none 
with this defense right now. And, and, you know, when we started this podcast, you know, death taxes and a Tom Allen defense, man, it's been about two seasons since we've seen it. Yep. Um, I don't I, I, I'm not one to, well, I am one really for last year, as far as like the, that main thing was just it, it, the injuries were insane um, just all across last year. But this year, I mean, you're talking about very key players defensively. I mean, you're missing arguably one of the top, Three, Seth, you watch more outside of the conference than I do. Do, do we know what happened? Was it like, was it a in-game in injury? I don't know, but he's in like a, a small, uh, almost ankle ankle height boot right now, so it might be a foot injury. I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know, but he he didn't look close to playing. Um, well, you think in the conference is what I'm talking about? You think he's a top ten linebacker in the conf- top three conference? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're missing him. Does that, does that help? Does that hurt? You know, it's not done help, but it definitely hurts the, the part how I want to talk game, about. How many games has he missed now? He's missed two consecutive. And, you know, one of them, I think, you know, just on paper, I think we chalk that one up as an L from the beginning of the season. Um, and then he, I don't, he would have been probably big in this, to be totally honest. And we'll talk about the, his, his counterpart here a little bit later, but you know, and, and one area I thought maybe he would be really important would be the takeaway battle. And we haven't done any of that here of late. Uh, tied Michigan, I think, 1-1. But that didn't really matter at that point. But in this one, they were huge. Um, you know, key turnovers, massive turnovers in, in, in different spots. Again, I'll save some of the content for the big ones a little bit later. Um, the other thing that went wrong, I thought the punt returns again. Man, if DJ is going to play, just at least let him go back and fair catch a punt or something like, again, I don't want to, to poo-poo on it, walk-ons or, or really any of the college kids in general, but at Connor Delp, he's trying, but he's, I don't think he's got that experience yet to know. What does I mean, he bring you? Like what's, nothing. what's his ceiling? Nothing. And, and the main one that sticks out to me is, you, you don't, and Rhett Lewis talked about this after the game, and it's the one where we started the drive at the one. It was probably, let's see if I can find this drive here. We may have ended up with something out of it, but I can't remember what it is. It's a second half drive here. Is it a punt? It's this one. In the second half, it's 24-27. You've just got, um, you've got the lead. Maryland goes out, they punt, and they pin you in the one with like a perfectly placed punt, but it, it, he was nowhere near it. He wasn't even, you know, waving it off. Like he wasn't going to go towards it. He just didn't even nowhere near it. So, you know, we got to get that part figured out. Maybe now that they're reintegrating DJ back in, maybe we'll see him back there again. I don't know, but anything else that went wrong that you can think of off the top of your head, Seth looks like he may want to say something. Yeah. Um, so normally when the opposition's number one quarterback goes down, kind of breathe that sigh of relief and you say okay now we got this now we got this in a good position and also at that same time kind of coincided with how you taking the lead and you're like all right this is where you stomp on their throat and you win a game against a winnable game at home in the right environment and now this billy edwards jr guy was one dimensional. He couldn't, he went 0 for three. He couldn't mm-hmm. throw, he couldn't complete a pass to, you know, anyway, there was no way it was happening. No, as one dimensional as it comes, 
five rushes, 53 yards, including the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. So they knew it was coming, and they still couldn't stop it. Yeah, I don't know if we could say they knew it was coming, Seth. And just this is just me playing devil's advocate. But but but, but uh, to to Seth's point, maybe they didn't know it was coming. But you faced a running t- a quarterback last week in JJ McCarthy, mm-hmm. right? You faced a running quarterback in Thompson. You faced a running quarterback in Devita. Like Devita was just as much of an a- athlete as Billy Edwards did, mm-hmm. and no one's legs beat us. Like. We've schemed against that before. You, you have Donovan McCulley running scout team freaking offense. Yeah. How are you not ready to play that type of quarterback? It's it's disappointing. It is. Um, you know, the other team makes plays too. So there is that part of it. But at the same time, that that bill that that isn't should not be beating you. It just shouldn't. Um, so totally agree. There were some other parts too. Um I'll just I'll bring it up now. I mean, I think the most disappointing part, and we can talk about the fumble um, with five to go, but I think after that, they had a third and four. Uh, place was rocking a little bit. They get a false start, third and nine. They want to hand us the football. Take the football back, IU. Go ahead. You're down. I think at that point, they were down four. With five minutes to go or under five minutes to go would have been. Yeah, 502 to go is what it says, what I'm looking at here, at least with 502 to go 39 on Maryland's 39 yard line. They run the football. 46 yards. Like that, that is that kind of stuff, that discipline. It was an outside zone play to the right side. Um, and the hole was massive when he got there and there was nobody behind it. So it's all just maintaining your lanes and being disciplined and, and it just wasn't there. And now, as I said earlier, maybe if Cam Jones is there, maybe that play doesn't happen. So but if, if we're, we're going to dissect plays, I want to go back to, and I think maybe Seth was going there. It's when we took the lead and got the ball back. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's where you were going to go. When we got the ball at one, we got gifted a pass interference that I, I'm not a hundred percent sure it was a pass interference. Um, but we, we got gifted that, right? So we, which we get, drive is this? So when we started at the one, gotcha. But first play at the one yard line, Sean Shivers right up the middle, gifted pass interference. Sec, third play, Sean Shivers right up the middle. Third play, run camper on a four yard out. Yeah. This play, the next play is the one that doesn't four, make any sense. Fourth play, Jalen Lucas outside zone run. Yeah. Like that is four absolutely atrocious calls just had a beautiful seven play 60 yard drive guess how that drive went pass run pass 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 we just had we just drove down their throats to take the lead and we start off with shivers up the middle shivers up the middle short throw jalen lucas outside like that is beyond frustrating yeah. when you oh oh i get it god if, i get if, it if i see shivers run up the middle anymore i'm breaking the team <laughs> it'll be that one time where you where he does it and it's the one time where he breaks it like he did against cincinnati or something it'll it may it's gonna have don't shake your head it'll happen at least one more time this year um all right let's uh let's move on from this let's uh 
let's do it. We'll do it the old school way. We'll stay stock down. We'll stay depressed. And then we'll try to finish on kind of a high here. So stock down, Brandon on offense. I think we may, all three of us may have the same thing here. Um, but I'll let you go ahead first. I'm going to stay on the guy I'm talking about. Um, Sean Shivers, I think needs to be RB three. Um, I think you need to have Henderson as your workhorse. Um, Tom Allen has sh- shown, I mean, look at Carr last year. Carr was not effective, but he got the ball at least 10 to 15, sometimes 20 times a game. Henderson needs to be your workhorse. Um, he didn't have a great game. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chalk it up to scheme running wise. He did make some huge plays um, outside of just traditional running, but Shivers needs or uh, Henderson needs to be your one. Uh, Jalen Lucas needs to be your gadget third down guy and Shivers just needs to be your change of pace. Like Shivers doesn't need to see the ball any more than five to seven times. Um, The the roles just need to be completely reversed. Um, So, so stock down uh, for me is Sean Shivers. I think he has a a lot of talent. Um, I don't know if it's just our offensive line or his scheme uh, or his strengths don't match up with Walt Bell's strengths. I don't know what it is. Um, but if we keep wasting drives with Sean Shivers, um, you know, we're, we're quickly the seasons it's already gotten away from us, but it'll be over. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to call for a change and, and we didn't talk about this at the beginning, but I, you know, those of you that have listened to the pod all season know that I've been kind of a Baz backer. We all have really, um, I was going to call for it today, but now the news of, uh, Jack Tuttle hitting the the transfer portal um but wait did you did you read the specifics no so he's not transferring until december okay so the only thing he wouldn't be able to he has to transfer after the semester and before the next semester so but he's still available to play stay stay to we say we go to a bowl he would not be able to play in the bowl game unless he withdraws himself from the portal correct 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 but he can play up through this season. Tom Allen addressed that today saying there's going to actually be a few players from IU that does that. Um, and he says that's going to be popular across college football. Yeah. Um, is, I mean, it makes sense. So, um, you know, I, I think it's just because of the name. I think that's why maybe that was kind of a bigger deal today. I mean, it's he's a so team the change captain. can still happen. I guess is okay. is the roundabout way of what I'm saying here. So I'm going to call for it. I mean, to be honest, like, is he is he great? I mean, I think his his career stats are like four touchdowns and six interceptions. So I don't know if it's really going to change that much. I think Seth and I have had some like outside of the show one on one talks about this at some point, just randomly talking and. I don't know how much it changes it, but it, I don't, maybe it changes the, the dynamic of the team and the overall attitude of what's going on. Or maybe, I don't know, man, but this Baz is something's going on. Well, I See, think he had a pretty good game to his standards. I mean, 27 of 42, 292 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, those two interceptions were just awful. And then the the and to do it the way that he did it literally the first drive like very first play of the game was just so deflating in the stadium and it was horrible oh yeah and then he misses constantly he's missing not missing them because he's missing them with long throws or bad throws he's just not looking at them open receivers i couldn't tell you how many times emory simmons was open open tight ends uh he it seems like he's a one and done progression guy if his his immediate 
read isn't open. I mean, how many times did we have uh, intentional grounding calls where his immediate read isn't open instead of maybe trying to scramble and make a play on the move, which he did again a couple of times. I don't think he was awful. I just don't think it's it. And you're getting down to uh, the end of the season. I mean, we're into the second half of the season and you got to have three wins. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the guy. So this isn't fair to Tuttle. It's not, but I, I just have Michigan state in my mind of when I think about Tuttle. Um, I think if we have Baz last year against Michigan state, maybe we win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we can go to Tuttle because I, don't I think, think you can either. I think you then lose Baz and Tuttle. And then you're in a situation IU has unfortunately been in all too often in the, past, me, baby. In, in the past year. So I'm actually of the philosophy that you gotta quit putting the ball in his hand so many times. Yeah. Right. I want to see more wildcat. I want to see more, um, again, just different play designs. Um, quit having them, you know, like you said, drop back and throw the ball, uh, you know, on an out route or a post route. Like, let's see. Like, I can't believe I'm calling for this, but like, let's see more screens with DJ Matthews. Let's see more jet sweeps with Jalen Lucas. Like, let's let's see. Let's have some less chaoticness. That's not a word, but, you know, less risk plays you got to put Baz in position to succeed. And if Walt Bell doesn't see that by now, I don't know why he's employed. So I I think, I think we've seen enough from Baz to know what he can and can't do. Um, And I think that's, that's what's got to change in my, in my opinion, not, not, not the quarterback because then you're rolling out Donovan McCulley, Dexter Williams, or Brendan Sorsby's next year. And that could be really, really tough. Um, so I think you got to keep with Baz. I'm going Soresby, Soresby, but um, but yeah, it, it, we know this. We know this for a fact that it's he's just not going to fit the system, right? He's not going to fit the system the way that Walt Bell wants him. I mean, you look at who's being who's being recruited. Look at Soresby. Look at um, Brandon, who's a kid coming in next year from Ohio. I mean, look at him. He's he can also run the football. Yeah. They're all dual threats. So, you know, ideally for his offense to work right, it's to have somebody with a good arm and somebody that can also make plays on the run. Speaking of that, we saw it once. Baz had a good run. He kept the ball on a read option and picked up, I think, nine on the play. And it's it's that's the other frustrating part is, I mean, where where has that been? Will that continue? I don't know. I don't think that's a big thing. Anything else you want to add on him? I don't want to keep piling on him. I'm not really calling for a change. And just we got to figure frustrated, out something man. for him. You're it's frustrated. very frustrated for sure. Seth, nope. All right, defense. I'll go first because Brandon's already talked about it. Um, but I've got Tom Allen, Chad Wilt defense. I mean, get the zone out of here and shove it up your butt. That's what I wrote down because the zone killed us. I can't even. I can't even. I didn't keep track of it. How many third downs we had where we were? I mean, we're blitz first down, blitz second down. And then you sit back in a third and 14 and you're letting them just pick you apart across the middle. This stay with the pressure, stay with the man. It was working all game. Um, outside, it, look at the touchdown pass to what was his name? Who's the guy? Is it Demas? 
Yeah, and the one guy that you were loving Demas. In between a cover two zone, perfect corner route to the to the end zone. Mullen was nowhere to be found. So I'm I'm not sure if you remember Bragg or Seth. I know you remember Bragg. Remember when Crean would go from zone to man, like mid possession? Yeah. That almost seems to what's happening here. I don't think anyone in the secondary knows if it's zone or if it's man. Tom Allen called that out in a press conference saying Jalen Williams has to communicate better. Maybe that's because Cam Jones is out and there's maybe not a de facto leader on the field. I don't know, but I think maybe zone is it, but we just have to be zone all the time or man all the time. We can't, like you said, keep going back and forth. Tom Allen built his identity on Taiwan Mullen on an island, on corners on an island. I don't get why we have went away from that, and I can't blame anyone else but Chad Wilt. It, it may, maybe it's more complex to me. Maybe if you're listening to this, explain it to me like I'm five. But the only thing I know is there's, there's, this is the worst communication our defense has ever been. And there's one person I can point at. And it's Chad Will. I mean, that that's he, he's my stock down too. I know we're not supposed to do the same. Yeah, no, you're good. That's fine. And, and I'm, that's I'm very, good. I'm very frustrated. I'm done with the miscommunication. I'm with it too. I'm with it too. And again, you know, you could you can look at injuries to key players. I mean, big play Jay not out there. Was he? He wasn't out there again either. Um, you know, he's been pretty inconsistent for the last year and a half anyway. So was that a huge loss? I don't know. Um, I think Christopher Keys went down with a little injury in this game as well. Um, miss it, missed him a little bit. Saw a little, uh, some Lim Watley out there. So the kind of the changing of the corners and stuff like that um, kind of killed us. Again, passing. I mean, I'll take two seventy from from oh, Talia. I'll take. Yeah, he that. would. He would have. He would have thrown for three hundred plus yeah. if he would have stayed in with a quarterback rating of sixty nine point seven. I mean, I'll, nice. I'll, yeah, I'll take that. Um, believe it or not, Baz with a better quarterback rating. Um, so you know, I they they were they had him under pressure all game, and it was working. And yeah, as, as Seth said, that, that whole backup thing came to bite us in the butt. Do you have a stock down on defense or do you want to keep it moving here, Seth? I mean, I had Shivers and Wilt, so I just don't want to beat any dead horses here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk some good stuff and then we'll get um, into the promo and then we'll do the, the fun stuff and then we'll get out of here because this has been a terrible podcast so far, in my opinion. At least I've been bad. I'll just take it. So it's fine. Um, stock up on offense, Brandon. So for me, I mean... Cam Camper, uh, that route, that touchdown route that he ran is going to be on every single one of his NFL tapes. His footwork was so pretty. I don't even think Sauce Gardner would have been able to guard that. It was absolutely filthy. Um, He's a a wide receiver that makes quarterbacks look good. Um, And I think uh, he's just so enjoyable. He's great, yeah. I really like him. He needs to find the end zone some more, I think. But yeah, a real, I love him. I think we know that. Um, another guy who may be playing himself in at least some sort of consideration or a camp invite at this point is Emory Simmons is having a hell of a, a, lot, he's, having a, a better, he's having a better senior year than uh, Freifogel had, who just got to try out with the Packers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Simmons again, six for 99 in this game. Probably should have had 10 for 130. 
um, for as many times as he's been open. I mean, and, and I wrote that down. It's the second consecutive game where I felt like he was constantly open. I mean, all the time he does. He run the big time deep balls. No, not so much. He did a couple times. I think we got some holding calls or, or pass interference or two, but he gets up and makes makes plays on the sidelines on on jump balls. He's open across the middle. He can do all of it. I mean, this is the third straight game. He's led IU in receiving now out of those two out of those three. Well, I guess no, no camper was in against Michigan. So, yeah, the third straight game where he's led the team in receiving. Uh, I, I think he's he's playing really well, and I think we continue to to feed him. And I think that's your third your third option there, Seth. Finally, so who do you got? I had Steinfeld. Yeah, I he also he, looked, he also had a TD. He looks good. He looks good. He's really. He looks like, like he's getting more comfortable. Yeah, you know, I think Bombo was at least dressed last week, so yeah. it was. You know, and he played uh, this uh, week. Two catches for James. Yep. So nice to see at least two semi-productive tight ends out there yeah um barnard and street clothes well not in street clothes but no pads at all uh hoodie and his jersey on so i don't i don't know what's going on with him either again we're super secretive about injury news and we're not going to tell anybody anything so um defense um uh, brandon i got a little bit of a surprise one uh you said there's a little bit of a changing of the guard at corner um i like what brian lanier the Alabama transfer, man, he he kind of his explosion popped. Um, it reminded me of younger Taiwan Mullen, just the way he was constantly finding the ball uh, carrier. Um, he's played. He only, he's only played in the last two games. Um, very limited stats. Uh, I, I didn't see him out there much, but when he was out there, he was making plays. Yeah. Who does that sound like in previous seasons? Yeah. Noah Sounds Pierre. Like- mm-hmm. Who does that sound like in previous seasons? Monster Matthews starts coming on in the middle of the year. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching some Brian Lanier um, as we try to search, you know, for, uh, you know, some corner stability. Yeah. And I, I don't think that Mullen had a terrible game. I do think that some of that was scheme. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And I totally agree with Lanier and he's, he's been out there a little bit. He definitely played against um, Illinois. I remember seeing him there. But he started the season, I think, with either a broken wrist or a broken hand or something going on. He definitely had a cast on the right side. So I think that may have kept him out a little bit. But, yeah, it looked good for sure. Had a sack um, and, you know, three tackles on the on the game. So for me, and I'm not sure his stock can get a whole lot higher. I mean, Aaron Casey, again, it, it was just fun to watch him. Leading tackler, again, 10 tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, one quarterback hurry as well. Um, Seth held up his hand where we think maybe – Cam Jones is like a top 10, almost national linebacker. I would say Aaron Casey might be a top seven to 10 linebacker in the big 10. And with those two together, I mean, we saw it for a decent chunk of the season so far for at least four games. I mean, they, they can be incredible. We just need to have them healthy at the same time and, and see how that looks. So Anything else you want to add on Aaron Casey or Seth? Do you want to hop in on a stock up? Uh, Fitzgerald had a lot of tackles. Yeah, B. Um, Fitz was nice. I know that he's been maligned frequently by one of our co-hosts, so always <laughs> nice to point when he has a little bit more of a sure-tackled game. Yeah. What I will say about B. Fitz, too, and, and, and it's, it's an intangible. Here he goes with the intangible stuff again. That dude seems like a leader out there when he's on the field. I, it doesn't really – I'm sure it doesn't come across on – 
TV because they're not going to focus in on the safety. I mean, he's out there. He's getting the crowd hyped all the time. He's getting the team hyped up, focused, trying well, trying to get them focused. I know on the third and nine with five minutes to go, he was going around to everybody, trying to get everybody, you know, together, together, get everybody going. And it just, you know, backfired. We don't need to stay on that. But either way, let's keep it going. Um, super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. And MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. That's LEO10. Now back to the show. We'll do a real quick revisit of predictions. Um, we don't need to do the who was right, who was wrong, because it doesn't matter. We were all, well, Seth was right on the loss part, but that doesn't matter. But uh, it looks like Brandon had 31-30 to IU. I had 38-35 to IU. Seth with a loss, 31-34. Um, let's get into Brando's Randos. Brandon, what do you got? Uh, so I'm going to step away from this game for a second. Um, I'm sure you didn't get to see this at all, Michael, because you were at the game. Um, but what what is the IU version of Tennessee's win over Alabama? Like what, what, what would be our, like our, what would be IU's version of ripping down the goalpost, parading it down Kirkwood? Um, like who's the opponent? What's the situation? Um, and probably most important, will IU ever get that moment? It's gotta be Michigan or Ohio state at this point. Um, probably Ohio state. And I, I think it's, it's, I mean, just, it's a numbers game. I just think it has to happen at some point. I mean, it's happened to, I continue to say this. I mean, it's happened to a lot of people. Like I mean, Missouri's upset people. Kansas state is upset people. Kentucky is upset. I mean, all of these people have upset people. Purdue does it like once a year. <laughs> and you know, sometimes it's been on some really bad years or years where I use beat them. So it's like, are they that much better than us? No, probably not. Are they, I don't know. I don't know. Are they better prepared for that game? Do they just surprise people? It's going to happen at some point. I mean, look how close we've been with some really, really bad teams against Ohio State or Michigan. Um, so, yeah, I think one of those two, I think more towards Ohio State because uh, I think they're they're more uh, long-term set up to be probably the higher ranked of the two and to have them come in at either one, two, or three and knock them off like that. I think that would be probably the goalpost moment yeah yeah there is a little bit of a rivalry there um so i I would think maybe a i would think maybe a bowl like a bucket game where each team was ranked yeah like i don't think i don't think you're ever gonna get a game where producing the top five yeah that's not gonna happen sorry yeah, <laughs> um, not 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 with divisions going away. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was awesome. I've watched Tennessee clips a million times. That just looks so much fun. No, I will um, never say anything Tennessee. Did awesome. you see that the dancer, that guy who does the weird dancing thing that yeah. was like viral, is apparently a giant Tennis. Tennessee fan? I and, love it so yeah. much. I love it <laughs> I so much. No idea what you guys are talking about. Let's keep I'll, it so, I'll, I'll send you some TikToks Please later. Please don't. So stay with me here because it's going to sound like I'm I'm back to bashing Baz but stay with me all the way to the end 
Bragg, how many of these games do we win this year with 2020 Michael Penix? Five and two. Five and two. Five and so two. Far? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many do we win with Peyton Ramsey? Four and three. Four and three. How many do we win with Richard Legault? Four and three. Oh, well. Th- those are IU's last three quarterbacks, right? At least start the season quarterbacks. Yeah. I- I'm with Seth. I think two. I think we lose the Illinois game. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, my, my point is we've seen better. We've seen worse, right? But I do think we're so freaking close, and that's why it's so frustrating, yeah. right? The, the margin of error for IU sometimes just comes down to your freaking quarterback. Um, we can sit here, and we can rip the secondary, and we can rip the offensive line, but what did you just say? If you have Peyton Ramsey or, or, or Michael Penix, we've won four or five games. Yeah. And I do right. think that those two are, they're just more mobile. And I'm not sure that, that I mean, obviously the, the decision-making of Michael Penix at some points can be literally pull your hair out frustrating, but um, I mean, look at him. He's succeeding where he's at now um, with again, with Kalen DeBoer and, you know, a, a scheme that fits for him. Um, Peyton Ramsey was good. It doesn't matter. That guy could have gone anywhere and been good. I think he's just a solid quarterback. Um, but I do think with time to throw the football, I do think Baz is a, a good enough quarterback. And as many mistakes as he may have made in this game, it, it came down to, I mean, really, in the last five minutes, you you had two chances to to either get the ball back or, or you're marching right down the field to go to go win the game. And, you know, you have a fumble and then you have a defense that couldn't stop a third and nine run. You know, either one of those two goes the right way. And again, it, it, you nailed it right on the head. I think that this team still hasn't played a complete game. This I think this one was pretty close, um, but still has not played a complete game. And when they do, it'll it'll feel so good. Like it'll just it'll just feel it'll feel so nice to just finally see a complete game from both sides of the ball for four quarters. And yeah, so there you go. But I agree with you. I, I agree with the back and forth. And I, I think that, yeah, you're right. Last rando that I kind of have planned, maybe something comes up organically, but what Big Ten school would you mind, would you not mind Tuttle going to? And which school can he absolutely not go to? I wouldn't mind him going to Northwestern. Boom. Um, and he what, can't. What, what, what if he goes to Minnesota and replaces Tanner Morgan? I'd be okay with that too. I don't think they're unless they're on the schedule next week or next year. What, what, what if he goes to East Lansing and replaces Thorne? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking for a can't go there because that, that would make them better, I think, instantly. Um, instantly, real. I think him and Thorne are about equal. I, I think. Don't. Yeah, I think I don't think there's much difference there. Maybe uh, Tuttle by a little bit. I mean, I've made my thoughts on Thorne. Pretty yeah, loud on this times, show multiple times um uh but i do think it's probably very realistic that he probably goes out west he's a west coast kid i think he's a um, i think he's a, a great dude i think he's he's i i just don't think he's it i think it was a uh, we tried it and it didn't work kind of thing and and i'm not sure if he goes anywhere really outside of maybe uh 
uh, what is it called, Seth? What what is like Boise State in? Not a Power Five, but a Mountain West gr- group, group of five. five. Group of five. I think he'd be a great starting quarterback for a group of five. Like I don't Mountain know what West the would be. Perfect. I don't know what the current quarterback situations are. I know at Boise State they just lost their quarterback. He got taken down and then he transferred out immediately. Um, but I would take a look at like West Virginia or Texas Tech. Oh, Texas be- Tech would be great. I was gonna say those are two places I always they always bring some uh, some guy in and resurrect his career. Yeah, all right, that's all I got. Cool, Seth. What do you got? All right, I got one thing. This is a little bit of a peel back the curtain. All right, um, so this might be the last R and B record I've ever listened to, and I'm not gonna say everything um, because there's some inappropriate language in here, and we found out that Chris Brown actually isn't a good guy, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> But I titled a text to you guys earlier, quote, oh, these hoes ain't loyal. Whoa, these hoes ain't loyal. Um, And I think that's the exact opposite problem that we have right now. I I hate saying we, sorry, that that IU has right now with uh, CTA. And and here's here's what I said. And this was in response to uh, Tuttle entering the, the the portal as a grad transfer. I'm surprised it took this long. If CTA hadn't pulled the plug on Baz by now, he never will. And that may be CTA's biggest flaw in his career. He will stick with what's what with, with what's not working well past the point of obviousness out of some sense of unending loyalty. Hiller, Sheridan, Penix, Tuttle, Baz, Shivers. I think these are all very obvious examples we can look at where you and I were talking, we're having conversations, and it's obvious that things aren't working. Yet he has this loyalty to his to his coaches, to his players, almost to his own detriment. And certain times things got to change. And I know it's tough. It's, you know, it's never easy to to let somebody know that they're not living up to your expectations. But at some point, you got to have a little quicker trigger. And uh, and that's my CTA rant today. Cool. I uh, don't not agree with that. So, yeah. Anything else? They need a spark. Yeah. They got to get a spark somewhere. And that's why the quarterback's the easiest thing to point to. Again, I'm not calling for Baz to get taken out or anything like that, but there's got to be some kind of spark that has a fire to this team's ass. And I think there's, a I, I don't know what it's going to be. I think it's a pretty easy one. And I think Brandon nailed it. I think you're going to see a lot. I think you start to see not a lot, but I think you start to see some more McCauley. Um, maybe an empty, empty set with Jalen or, or Josh back there, something that's, that's going to help move that. I, you may also see, you may also see some, uh, some like crazy Matt Ryan style game. Like it was the other day where we just throw Baz back there. We don't even go to the running, the running game at, at all. And just throw him back there and let him, let him throw the ball 62 times or whatever. But, um, yeah, I totally agree. I do think a win goes a long way. Um, especially right before the bye week. And so I'll go ahead and start my my final statement here. I mean, it's and we'll preview the game here in a couple of days, but it, it's crunch time, fellas. I mean, they lost two of the last three games that I think two of them we, we all thought every, every we were going to beat Nebraska at Nebraska. I think Seth kind of saw they're not the worst team in the Big Ten now that they have a semi-confident coach, I think. Um 
but they're not great. You know, should should have won that one or put yourself in a position to win it at the end. And then definitely in this game, I mean, even with the mistakes, as I said, being there, I I thought we were going to win the game. I legitimately thought we were going to win the game with five minutes to go driving the football because we were moving it no problem up and down their defense. And yeah, we just uh, shot ourselves in the foot and mistakes happen. I mean, these are not professionals, so it's hard for me to to um, to poo poo on them too much. But you got to win three of the next five. They're still there. We've talked about them. Um, and this week is 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 a big one at Rutgers before the bye week. So. Um, I do think that's the spark that we that they need uh, is just a W. Just get them out of get them out of the hole. Brandon, a little bit of a rant here, fellas. Oh, Tom Allen came here as a defensive coordinator. You've lauded yourself and others as a defensive mastermind. Your current team is giving up thirty-two points a game in the Big Ten. You're currently giving up. 432 yards a game, including 273 in the air. What have we done the majority of this podcast? Rip Baz, rip Shivers, rip the offensive line, rip Walt Bell. I'm putting a stop to that right now. Myself, I'm putting a stop to myself, saying this is on the defense, Tom Allen. Get your defense in gear Get them in line, because if you don't give up 35 points to freaking Nebraska, you win that game. If you don't give up touchdowns to a freshman on the road that has no business taking snaps, you win that game. Tom Allen, I'm asking you. You have a specialty. Make it special or you aren't going to have a job. all yeah Seth no okay well 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 done um it's it's hard not to agree with that so (laughs) that was perfect I I have I have no response (laughs) no words um and I I don't mean like he's gonna get fired but like like kind of like a Tom Crean situation where yeah he 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 got fired two years later, but he lost the team years right. before. 100%. And that, and that's what I mean. This fan base is so close from turning the light switch off on you. You don't come back from that. Yeah. I'm Tom Crean won a big 10 title. Then the next year got fired. Mm-hmm. It's because of what he did before the year. He won the big 10 title, right? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, oh, if you lose the Rutgers, they're going to fire Tom Allen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, right? But I'm saying you're going to lose the fan base, which is going to lose the school money, which means you aren't going to have a job. So I, I want to I clear that up so you know people aren't tweeting at me and sending me personal messages that I'm an idiot. I don't mean he's going to get fired this Sunday if we lose, but I'm saying the notice is on the door. It's a big domino. In the, in the set that that leads huge. to the entire thing it is huge down. it is huge um and it's his defense again yeah. la- last year all right you know it's, it's Penix's injury and it's Tuttle's injury and it's taiwan's injury yeah you got cam jones that sucks but cam jones isn't the reason you're giving up 275 yards through the air he's not the reason you're giving up 32 points he's just not mm-hmm 
Totally agree. I think the part that stuck out to me the most was that you weren't going to hate on Walt Bell anymore, and it made me so happy. Um, all right. Mustache is gone. He's a new man. That's right. Be sure to check out the pod. It's on Twitter. It's at Podcast LEO. We should have Sethi live tweets back this weekend. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, be at, are you going to be at Bragg's? I think I can be. I think it's a party at my house. Uh, somebody will hopefully watch the kids behind us while we're watching the game. Uh, be sure to check it out. As I said, it's at Podcast LEO. Be sure to download, rate, review, follow, do all that cool things. Just don't listen to this podcast before you do all that. This one, I feel like I was just a dumpster fire. But um, either way, uh, love you guys. Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.